Hello, Hello everyone. everyone! Welcome to Plan Spontaneity. It's Sade and Isabella. And every week we'll be inviting you to join us as we discuss the adventures of life. So get cozy. Hello everyone! Hi Sade! Hello Isabella! How are you doing today? I am well, I am cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Kochi. I mean, that's, these are the times when I remember, oh yeah, I'm Brazilian. I don't do well with the cold. <laughs> and this is where I realised that I'm British and I don't do well with the cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the stereotype and you're going against the stereotype. Am, so, How yeah. are you guys? Are you feeling cold today? There's nothing more British than that, is it? Talking about Talking the weather. The weather. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, if you're listening to us from another country... Tell us, how is the weather in your country? Is it spring oh. where you are? Let us know. I know people, for people in Brazil, it will be spring. So that's lovely. Oh, is it spring in Brazil? It is. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Because it's all the opposite. Yeah, so, yeah. I forget that. Yeah. All the flowers were here, they're all dying. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> good that we're talking about the weather. Something that's not related to being on our phones. Because today, we are talking about the power of social media. How many yes. times we spend time yes. on our phones and we don't even know what the weather is like outside <laughs> because yeah, we're so just true. in that bubble. Yes. So or we're, we're just walking down the street, glued to our phone, bumping into strangers or left, right and centre. That's probably Yeah, I do that. Yeah. Oh, I've done that so many times as well. <laughs> Sometimes it's I think, can you imagine if I'm like just <laughs> walking on the street, looking at my phone and I ended up kissing someone like... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Because well, you're walking um, and then you don't see the person and the, the other person That is the see best you. excuse for, um, like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. I was just walking down the street, staring at my phone, and I tripped and fell. And that's what happened. But had someone, that would be awful. Would anyway, be. here we go. That's me letting go of my fears. <laughs> All right, now that we talked about my crazy fear. Yes. I hope I receive some um, empathy <laughs> from people. <laughs> like, yeah, Isabella, I also have that feel bumped into them. Anyway, and moving I'll on from that. Kiss them. Yes, <laughs> that is normal. <laughs> moving on from that, um, Shadig and I watched the Social Dilemma on Netflix, and the Social Dilemma is all about the tech experts. Um, warning people about the dangers of social networking, the dangers of social media and how it impacts society and, and all of that. So we watched that and we realized that it's number 10 in the UK. So probably mm -hmm. all the people watching it is trending at the moment. Uh, and we thought there's so many things about that show that made us think about our own relationship with our phones and social media. Yes. And we just thought we would share some of our initial thoughts on that in case you've watched it. If you haven't watched it, then go watch it. It's really good. It's thought-provoking. Um, even if you agree or disagree, it, it doesn't matter. It's just good to keep the conversation going. And that's why we are doing this episode to yeah. Yeah, talk about it. And we always talk about like social media and the whole, you know, the power. What kind of power does it have over us? And I think there's been so, so, so many times. We've actually spoken about it. So it was actually mm. nice to see a documentary about it. But in, I guess that their one was in a slightly different way. I think with with that documentary, I would say there was a, a lot of like fear language being spoken. Yeah. Like, oh, if we don't change our ways, you know, we'll, go, we'll enter a civil war, one yeah. person said, and that type of thing. So there was quite a lot of fear 
attached to it. Yeah. Um, and talking about the increase with um, teenage suicide and self-harm, which I think, I, yeah, I can imagine that being the case because yeah. like teenagers are impressionable. Um, but yeah. And then, but I think right at the end, it was the guy for about five seconds went, and you know, if we're able to realise the power it has over us, but use it in a positive way, or no, no, he didn't say use it in a positive positive way. He said, if we're able to put down our phones, go out and live and enjoy the life we've been given, then, you know, we'll be fine. So that was almost like five seconds of that. Yeah. And the rest of it was doom. I think in the end they said, oh, we're being, are we being too optimistic about it all? And I was thinking, <laughs> what? Sorry, but your definition of optimism is quite different from mine. <laughs> oh, no, it, it was um, the, the person interviewing, the person behind the camera was saying to him, you sound really optimistic. And he was like, am I? I was saying that, you know, this is all doom this and you're saying that awful. and you're saying yeah. I'm being optimistic. Okay, then. I think it's because they have a little bit of hope that things will Maybe, change. Yeah. And well, I guess they have to because now they're working on the other side mm-hmm. of the dilemma of trying to create laws and just regulate what is done on social media and yeah. social networking and all of that. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Mm. Um, I think I just like stuff that makes me think. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that was it. It made me think. And it's something that I'm constantly thinking about because I'm aware that I'm addicted to my phone. I'm almost like glued to it. Um, and I think there's, there's, there's so many reasons why that that is the case. Um, but I remember having conversations with Shade, and I think she was probably one of the first people that said to me, wow, you, you're always looking on your phone. That's, that's, oh, that's interesting. Like she didn't say in a way, like criticizing you or anything. <laughs> well, I didn't feel like no, that. I, did. I, didn't. <laughs> I thought it was like, she was just sharing an observation of something that maybe I didn't notice. And she was right. I, I wasn't noticing that that was the case with me. That was actually looking at my phone more often than um, most people that she knew. Yeah. And probably yeah, most people that I know as well, that yeah. I was constantly looking on my phone. Yeah. And I remember us having really good conversations about it and thinking, yeah, what, you know, why, why is that? What do you do on your phone? And then me just realizing, oh, maybe what's happening to me doesn't happen to everyone. Maybe other people look on their phones, but not as much as me. And why is that? Um, but then I also realized that there's a reason that helped me to realize that there's a reason why I'm always on my phone because my family is not here. My, the friends I grew up with, they're not here. So I'm constantly thinking, oh, I need to check on them. Are they well? What are they doing? So Instagram and Facebook help me with that to be connected with people that I can't be, um, in the same, yeah, yeah, yeah a physical space. Yeah, yeah. With them. Um, and that's why I'm always checking on my phone. Are they okay? What are they doing? I wish yeah. I was there. Almost that type of feeling. And with my family, just, you know, caring for them. Um, and that's all, I think, a valid reason to look on your phone. Um, but at the same time, I'm not there. Mm. So it's not fair that I miss on life here because I'm not there. That's just, that's not good for my mental health. Even if it wasn't for the phone. <laughs> even if I was calling them all the time, that wouldn't be good either. Yeah. But even more because it's on my phone, so it's something that I carry all the time. Yeah. It's just there, and every notification, I think something bad happened to them. I gotta check what they're doing. You know, that's yeah. that's my that's what subconsciously is happening. Um, yeah. But then it, the fact that Shadi made that observation made me realize that it, it wasn't helpful. Um, and I'm 
as I'm saying here, it sounds like, well, yeah, she said that and then it changed. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. I'm still changing and trying to change and trying to get better at it. Um, it, it was more of a process and it still is. It ha it's happening over time. Um, but it's something that I'm always thinking, am I, you know, am I being addicted to my phone or is yeah. it actually being helpful to me yeah. or unhelpful? And I thought that the, um, the social dilemma on Netflix helped me to just go deeper in some of this stuff that yeah. I've been thinking about. Um, going back going back to the you on your phone in the past, like being glued to your phone when you're around people. I think also I did say like in your defence that you are, and it wasn't in a patronising way, you are, I think at the time you were 20, and I was like mm. so aware of the fact that it is like an age, yeah. there is an age difference where you and your friends, and I think you and your friends would be around each other, maybe in a cafe or wherever, and you would all probably be on your phone and not talking. So for me, I think it was more a case of, I understood that that was more like your generation, I sound like yeah. a old lady, but you know, that was more your generation. And for me, I, I didn't have, or don't have, at the time, sorry, I didn't have any friends who would do that. We would meet up, our phone would remain in our bags, we would chat for a long time. And without it, without anyone going into their phone, the only time I think we would look at our phone is if we had a phone call and we'll look at the number to see if it was an urgent call or if it was someone who could be on port, like who can wait. Mm. Um, also for me, my love language, sorry, another personality thing. My love language is quality time. So I'm like someone who likes like eye contact. So I think for me, if I was talking and then suddenly someone got out their phone, it almost felt like, okay. You know, when someone does that, the conversation has to be on pause and then you're waiting for that person to sort of stop staring at their phone to look up at you and talk. Yeah. yeah. But I do I do think that we are all in a habit of doing that. I think that there have there's definitely been times with me where I've definitely been around people and I've checked something for whatever reason, whether it's an email or whatever it might be. Um, so I think that every single one of us, regardless of our age, it's always a nice thing to just check and see how often we're using our phone in the presence of people, unless there's like a real legitimate reason. Your one, like checking on your family and friends. Yeah. I think that one is also a good reason. It's just that asking yourself, is it needed for right now? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's when, you know, there are times to do things if I'm with you yeah then that means it's not the time for me to check on my phone and anyone would say that that's just obvious isn't it but when we are with our phones we don't do things that way yeah um and it happens very um in a subtle way really you don't realize that instead of looking in your eyes and paying attention to the conversation yeah. my eyes are going sideways to check on the notifications on my phone um and for me, that was like, oh, yeah, that was eye-opening at that time that you mentioned that to me. Because I think lots of people have probably noticed, but they didn't say anything. Um, and I think what you said about the generation is so true. Mm. Um, I'm from a generation that I grew up with um, phones on my hands and social media and all of that. So it, for me, it's, you know, normal. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually, it's not because it has become normal that it's actually helpful. And for me, it was just thinking about that. So... Yeah, and I thought, as I said, that the social dilemma was really great yeah. and it helped me to think even more, even further about all these things. Yeah. Um, I agreed with most of the things that they said. I thought it was great, really well done, mm -hmm. um, eye-opening again. But I didn't agree in the end when they said, oh, that's, you know, 
all these things are happening. I'm not going to give a spoiler for people that haven't watched it yet. But basically, in the end, they say the reason why uh, society is so divided um, is because of social media. Because it makes it so customized for one person that then you just you only get one side of an argument one side of a discussion and that makes people feel separated from each other even more because they don't get to see the other side because the only news they see are the ones that they like mm -hmm. um and i think yeah that makes sense i think um, social media is one of the reasons that society feels so um with polarization and all of that i think it's one of the reasons but i don't think it's their reason why that is happening. For me, I just see that human beings, and they say that human beings find the truth boring. Yeah. Uh, and it's more entertaining if it's something that, oh, it's different. It's not what everyone is looking at. It feels like you are getting into something that no one else is looking at and then now you want to go deeper or something that, you know, catches your eye. And we see that on TV, on radio, isn't it? The bad news come first because oh, they yeah. are the ones that people will stop and listen. Yeah. And it's the same stuff on social media. So I don't think so. social media is the only reason that that's happening. Hmm? Definitely plays a big role. It definitely plays. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I wouldn't say it's the only reason for that. I think human beings like um, lies. That's it. You know, as, as blunt like as exciting, that is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's more entertaining. It's what catches our eyes. Mm -hmm. And the truth is normally challenges people. So we don't we don't really look for that, um, and social media just help us not to see <laughs> what we don't want to see. Um, so for me, that was more of my um, perspective on watching the social dilemma. Mm. But I would say, apart from that one fact, and maybe I'm maybe I misunderstood that. Maybe the set is one of the reasons. But as I was watching, I felt like yeah, yeah, but not not really. Maybe it's more than that. Maybe it's not only social media. Social media is one. Um, Two for that to happen and has intensified yeah. everything, but it's not the only reason. But I would say 99% of the show, of the documentary, I thought, great, that's it. And that 1% was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. It sounded like they were saying it, um, it's part of the reason rather than saying it was the whole reason. But, you know, that could be that I need to watch it. I need to watch it again to see. Um, yeah. I would say for me... So I, I thought it was interesting. I think it's always nice to be challenged and reminded about the danger of social media, how it can be powerful. Um, like the little drama they had in, in the documentary with the teenage girl and how, you know, when she posted like the natural picture of her, she only had, I don't know how many likes, but then the moment she put a filter on and changed the way she looked, Loads of people were commenting on her and there were loads of people um, sent her positive comments, but one person spoke about her ears and from there she felt like she needed to change who she was. And I feel I, it, it made me think about teenagers who are now being brought up in a world where they have a device where they could just have any kind of information and influence like it's right there in their little in mm. their little device and yeah I just I don't know it just made me feel a bit I don't know I think a bit scared I know I know that the whole pressure has always existed but mm. I think social media is so powerful 
that it almost feels like it's intensified. Yeah, it's made it so, easier for people to share their easy. ideas, isn't it? Whether yeah. they're good ideas or bad ideas, yeah. it's just made it easier. Yeah, and I think that's a bit, I don't know, a little bit scary. Um, it so is, yeah. It made me think, and when they were talking about self-harm and suicide rates, they did say that they don't think it's only social media, but how social, social media has played a, a role. And they were talking about how it's increased since the era of social media because remember when they yeah, yeah which makes sense isn't it because yeah. as we said before it makes easier it makes it easier for people to just share amazing yeah. things or <laughs> rubbish yeah. things yeah. Yeah. about each other about their yeah. own ideas and Especially yeah those images of um like celebrities or normal mm. people with with their face like filtered and then real people not being represented so then teenagers will be thinking this is what i need to look like and it's an impossible goal and then it just i think it just bleeds into the whole like lower self-esteem which is so normal anyway for a teenager but i think yeah i don't know yeah i think i just felt like i needed to i wanted to protect all the teenagers Mm. from from that and it was so funny actually i remember one of the tech guy he was talking about how even though he had designed, I think it was Pinterest, um, he, even though he had designed Pinterest or something, one of the um, social um, networks he had designed, even he was finding it really addictive and he had to create a way for him not to be addictive. And as a result of that, him and his wife have agreed that their children um, will not, no, I, don't, I don't think their children have phones hmm. or social media. I can't remember which one it is, either phones or social media. Um, yeah, so they just want to bring them up in the world where they're not using social media. And I thought that's mm. that's quite powerful. Yeah. It is, yeah. And I think some models said that if we were to ask the people that created, not only the people that were there in the documentary, but all the people that have created social networks, um, we would find out that they don't let their kids use yeah. social media. And that in itself says something, isn't it? So, yeah, yes. really interesting. If you haven't watched it, go watch it and share your thoughts with us. We would love to know what you think about it. I mean, this is going to sound funny and cheesy and obvious, but it is really a dilemma, isn't it? There are positives and negatives about social media and social networking. So we thought we would start talking about the negatives the negative side of social media and all of that, only because um, because I wasn't aware of it, even though I was using it all the time when I was having my conversations with Shadi, then it really it really helped me to see things from a different perspective. So we decided that we would start with the negative side and just make us all think a bit about how we relate to social media and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think the most obvious one is you know, falling prey to um, the whole like likes, follows, how much engagement your Instagram page or whatever, YouTube, whatever it is, whichever platform you're using um, has. And almost that whole thing of where you, the likes, follows, etc. Et um, almost eventually it feels like it's attached to your self-worth. And then it yeah. means that the sort of strength of whatever you posted is all dependent on how much engagement you have. And I think that sometimes 
social media can create that. I know I've definitely fallen for that. And yeah, I know that too. is such a common thing that, yeah, I think it's just, I think that's something that everyone fall, um, falls under. And it's so interesting, isn't it, Shadi? Because if you think of the um, icons that they use to yeah. show engagement, so on Facebook or, yeah, I can only think of Facebook now, it's a like. So mm-hmm. someone likes you, thumbs up. Yeah. So that plays with, oh, I'm approved by someone. Yeah. I've been accepted yeah. by someone. And on Instagram, you give the hearts to people. Yeah. You know, they love me. They like what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think it's the same with Pinterest as well. You can save stuff. Yeah. You can follow people. So all of that, the language that is used on mm. social media is to make you feel exactly how you described. To make you feel that that is attached to your self-esteem. And if the more likes you get, it means that you are liked by people. Yeah. And the more hearts you get, it means that people love you and love what you're doing. But if yeah. you don't get likes, if you don't get the hearts, if people don't then follow you... what you posted was rubbish then and you were exactly, meaningless. yeah. And that's how sometimes it can make you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and I think it's... Yeah, that whole thing of... It's, it's, it's such a weird thing how that can take you into, like, a negative space that just by someone clicking a button determines how you feel about what you posted and you could either remove the post or just what you were proud of suddenly becomes something where you're like oh maybe it was stupid anyway I don't Mm. know why I posted so it's so weird or even if you got I don't know a million likes then suddenly you're like maybe I need to create that exact thing same thing that I posted in order to continue to get so it's almost that weird thing where you are chasing after people's approval or you're, yeah, you're chasing after people's approval. And then when it doesn't happen, it affects you. And then when it does happen, you're like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. But then there's almost like this weird fear comes in where you're like, okay, now I need to make sure that I continue doing what I'm doing in order to keep that consistent, which I think, is, yeah. Yeah. Just... And it's interesting. I don't know if you've ever had moments like this. I certainly have where you post something on social media, you don't get many likes mm-hmm. or no one sees it. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like it's random, but it's not. You start to feel really low. Oh, yeah. And you're like, wow, my life is very boring. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't think, oh, everyone's life is much better than mine. You just feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you start digging into your feelings, you're like, oh, oh, I posted that photo. No one liked it. And then it all, like, it almost starts to link in. Okay, yeah, maybe that was that. It doesn't mean, you know. I've had so many times where I think, oh, I'm so bored. Everything's so boring. Like, why is all of this so boring? Um, And I'm not even thinking, oh, that person's life is better than my life. They're more successful. They are interesting. I just think mine is boring. Yeah. And then as I dig deep and I'm like, oh, oh, that's interesting how that had an uh, impact on me and influence on on how I feel about myself. So, yeah, definitely, Shad. It's really interesting how it plays up with our feelings the way we see things yes definitely and that whole i think also even comparing i think you can compare someone who has a similar account to you and you can almost i don't know like follow certain people in order to see how many likes or follows they have and then compare it to your account and that almost that competitive or comparison um nature comes into play for some people and i think that's also the sort of danger and power that the like, follow, love button, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Repost, whatever it might be, like whichever platform you're in. Yeah. I think 
someone wants to be your friend i'm thinking about facebook like, oh yeah this person wants to be your friend Except for deny. yeah and then if you don't have friends it's like oh i don't have friends i just feel so lonely you know we know that's not the case yeah and then we start to feel that way and we don't know why yeah and then suddenly all these things start to come up it's like oh yeah maybe that had an influence on how i feel and all of that yeah, yeah. so true I think for me, some of the things that I've noticed that are very negative, and as I said before, um, the first one is addiction. Mm. You can get so addicted to it. And I loved when they said in the documentary, The Social Dilemma, that um, the companies call the people that have social media and all of that, they call them users. Mm -hmm. And the only other time that people are called users uh, when it's to do with addiction, with drugs and all of that, that's when they are users of something. Yeah. And for me, that was like, oh yeah, oh, that makes sense. Um, and I never thought about that because I just thought, oh yeah, it's called users because what's your username? You know, is what they ask for the time, isn't it? When you're signing in. Um, and I thought, yeah, just, just because they use it. But that's, I think that's more to that, you know, it's, it's, it's not by coincidence that the name is, is user. And I've definitely been... Um, a witness and part of the whole um, yeah. addiction, you know, being addicted to it yeah. and trying to not, not let that, not let social media take over my life, but I take over my use yes. on social media yeah. and control it. Yeah. It's um, even that thing of like, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Yeah. Is it check your phone or do you like get out of bed, make a cup of tea, talk to your loved ones, you know, whatever, you know, meditate, pray or go out for a run or is the first thing you're doing checking your phone even that i think might even go into the whole addiction part it does yeah and meal times as well <laughs> for me that's so interesting because um even though i grew up with social media we didn't grow up with our with in my family we didn't grow up with our phones by the table yeah. as we we're having dinner because dinner time was time to talk and that's pretty much the culture in brazil that you sit down you eat mm. and you just talk about anything and everything um, and then nowadays I can so easily see that when I go to have a meal, if I'm going out with Shadi to have a meal, if she comes to mine or if I'm just eating with anyone, my phone is always next to my plate. And I've tried to, you know, take it, put it in my pocket, put it in my bag. Yeah. Um, I try not to do that anymore. But, you know, I have to be honest, not all the time that I think about it because you're just in the rhythm of having carrying your phone all the time, looking at your phone, it's yeah. in your pocket. So when you have meal times, you just forget. You just, oh yeah, I'm going to put it here on the table and the notifications come and you, you don't eat properly, you don't chew properly no. because you're just looking there all the time, you know. It's just so, yeah, addictive. And yeah. it's made it's made to be it's addictive, made, yeah. isn't it? They want yeah. us to use it more. Yeah. Um, I think what you're saying about comparison as well, Shade, mm -hmm. it's so easy for us to look on social media and, and think that everyone's life is perfect it's very interesting it's very different it's very entertaining and our life is just boring mm -hmm. um and that plays with our anxiety as well because then we feel maybe people don't really like me maybe my life is really not that good maybe i'm not enough maybe i need to do more how do i you know get more attention mm -hmm. or how do i get my life sorted even yeah. when it's it's all to do with what you are i think what you're consuming isn't it and I found it interesting that they also said, oh, that's why it's called a feed, because it's what you're consuming every day. That's what it's feeding you, uh, feeding yeah. your mind. And then it just reflects that. And I think another negative side is procrastination, isn't it? Yes. I think we always have our phones with us. And if something is boring, 
if you're studying and it's boring, if you're working and it's boring, the first thing you reach is your phone yes. because it's whatever is closest to you. So guilty of that. It's so hard, you know, because you can spend so many hours just looking through a Instagram feed or just looking or just chatting to someone on WhatsApp, someone that's not even there. And sometimes it's something that is meaningful you know something yeah. that's good it's a good conversation but it might not be the right time for you to have that conversation yeah. or to listen to something or to do something and i think it's easier for us nowadays to procrastinate because we have a whole new world inside yeah. our phones um yes. and if something is not engaging enough we go into whatever is engaging at that time so it doesn't really help with our attention spam does it because we focus on some, we are focusing on something and then we're like, oh, it's not really what I want to do right now. So you move on to something that's more engaging on your phone and you miss so much because life is not only happy moments, things that are interesting, things that are great, you know, it's things that are also sometimes boring and you just need to get over it and do it anyway. Um, so I think that's another negative side of, of social media. We we now um, procrastinate more because it's easy to procrastinate and our attention is so, our attention span is so much shorter than I think it was uh, perhaps with our parents or grandparents. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these are just a few things that we've noticed together that are the negative sides of social media. But what about you? What are the things that you've noticed are negative about having social media and your use on it? Share, share your thoughts with us. We would love to hear from you as well. But now we are going to move on to the positives. Just to make sure it's not all doom and gloom, there are <laughs> there are some positive sides to social media. Um, yeah, I think social social media is amazing. Um, I think for anyone who is using social media as a business platform, I think it's amazing as a way of bringing awareness. I think it's amazing there's just so many and also just for pure entertainment you don't have to be using instagram to expand your business or to help uh, provide people with services or to help i don't know promote a book or if you're an actress or a singer who wants to become um even more famous or, yeah. or popular whatever um it doesn't that doesn't necessarily be the only case it could be if you're just using instagram because you or TikTok or whatever it is because you just want 15 minutes of just pure entertainment yeah. and joy I think that's great and I think that's such a lovely thing that social media can provide you with that um it can provide you for you can go on like for example Pinterest and look up recipes I know I've done that so many times <laughs> looked up looked up recipes and got in amazing ideas and then you can invite friends over and then there you go there's a lovely meal pit prepared um there's just so many things um youtube with like different like old songs that you listen to growing up and just so many different things um i also think that you know for me i think social media has been so amazing for uh normalizing normal bodies because i think for me so for such a long time and you guys will know this because if you've listened to our episode on we are more than our bodies but I think for me growing up always seeing 
you know, touched up um, magazine photos, airbrush photos, all that type of thing. And Instagram's amazing because now it shows low, there's so many people who have accounts now where they're normalizing their normal bodies. Um, so great, isn't it's it? Amazing. It's really good. So amazing, so powerful. Um, so then that helps, you know, impressionable teenagers, to be honest just impressionable people <laughs> you don't have to be you don't have to be 13 you could still you could be 42 or whatever and we're all we're just all so impressionable um and in, um not instagram sorry i keep saying instagram social media is great um for giving voices to people who are you know to marginalized people um it's a great way of educating ourselves on just I think for people who lead a completely different life, we can use um, a like social network in a way to actually help us to see how the other people live. I don't know what I said, yeah. other people. But, you know, people who are different from us live. Um, there's just, I think there are so many positive ways. And I think sometimes, you know, the negative side of Instagram. Oh, sorry, people. There are other social. <laughs> you ne- like Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> there are other social networks available, not just Instagram, but um, yeah. So you know, there's there's such a massive t- a massive negative side to so uh, social media, but I think sometimes when you do fall prey to obsessing about likes and followers sometimes there's something in there that can challenge you and help you come face to face with your insecurity and you can work and work on that and you can say so something that I do when I'm like obsessing about how many people have liked my post is to remind myself that the likes the follows the comments does not dictate or does not take away from the strength of my work and to continue so to do anyway so continue almost going back into the imposter syndrome i'm just saying all our episodes previous episodes (laughs) (laughs) and our um just a teaser for you guys to go just go back listen and to our fear and anxiety no i'll stop but um (laughs) (laughs) but it's um it's almost it's this thing of you know you are face to face with your fear um with your feeling of not feeling good enough and you can learn to just can just post that just post it whatever it is you want to post that you know will probably only get 200 likes if you're someone who gets a thousand likes but you know this time you'll only get 200 doesn't matter if or or you only get two likes doesn't matter just post it I think it's just learning for me the positive side is learning not to take not to take it too seriously um to continue to realize what's important for me and also because I am using Instagram and now I am deliberately specific because I am using Instagram as a way of practicing how to write um, my poetry and how to, yeah, just how to write my poetry. It means that I need to make sure that at the end of the day, whether I get one like or a thousand likes, I have posted something that I'm proud of rather than thinking about, would this person like it? I want to learn how to post something where I think, what do I want to say to someone who maybe like a 15, a 15, like the 15 year old me, someone who was like me when I was yeah. 15, what do I want to say? And yeah, that's what I've now learned to do. Definitely Instagram is helpful. I mean, 
look at us with our podcast and now we have an Instagram to promote what we are doing here, but also to connect with people, to bring a bit of joy to people as they go on Instagram, um, but also to keep in touch with friends, old friends, people that we've known yes. for a long time and new friends that we are making because of this podcast. Yeah. So definitely social media has lots of positive aspects to it as well. And it all depends on how we use it, isn't it? I think for me, um, Instagram, WhatsApp, um, Facebook, Pinterest, all of the, I'm just going to say all the names. TikTok, yeah, Reddit, TikTok, all of that, Reddit, Reddit is, yeah. But, yeah. Um, all of, all of that stuff for me is very educational. Yeah. I think it has, um, managed to, I think this, uh, social networks have managed to share some really creative and great content in ways that is easy for me to read. It's easy for me to understand. So what before I would have to take a course or before I would have to read a book. Now I get the information in a video that's very um, entertaining, very yeah. engaging. Which or, is great for yeah. a lot of people like you and me where we don't have the best attention span. Yeah, definitely. So it's actually lovely and we're more visual learners. So it means having a video where mm. someone is explaining and it might be someone who's speaking in the way that we understand. Yeah, um, yeah I think that actually helps. So well. helpful. I find it... I find it so much easier to learn new things now. And I feel like if I'm having a conversation with someone who's completely different from me, we will still have lots to talk about because I'll know just enough to start a conversation just yeah. because as you are on social media, you learn lots. Yeah. Um, and I think that has been for me um, a massive high of having social media, of having yeah. social networks. I'm thinking about Twitter as well and how you get the information in like 140 um characters or something yeah. and it's so simple and easy and you can learn so much and i know it can be dangerous as well because not all information you can put into 140 characters so and that sometimes can be misleading yeah. but when it's done well it's so helpful and that's definitely one of the things that i appreciate about social networks i think for me the Big thing as well is because, as I said, I have friends from all over the world and my family is not even in the same country as me. So for me, having social media is a way of actually connecting with people. It's a way of networking and being in contact with childhood friends that I don't see often, but I still care about them. Yeah. And I want to know how they're doing. You know, when I see um, that successes on social media, I celebrate with them and I'm happy and I put a comment. I'm so happy, you know, so good to see that you're well. Um and for me, that's just amazing that I can do that now because I remember thinking, oh yeah, if I move countries, how am I going to still be in contact with the people that I care and love, even though we're not in the same country? And social media is like, yes, you can still be in contact with them. Yes. Send them a WhatsApp, you know, follow them yes. on Instagram or connect through Facebook, Messenger, whatever yeah. um, the people use. And that's probably the big reason why I have social media in the first place, yeah. which is great. Um I think, again, back to the point of it being educational, I try to follow people that are very different from me, people that are from a different gender, different skin color, different family contexts, people with disabilities, people from different culture, just different political views, just different people. Because I'm, as a type one, again, there's another link for you guys to listen to, <laughs> to the other episodes on oh, your no. podcast. Yes. <laughs> As a type one, I'm passionate about the truth. So I want to know what, what is the truth. Yeah. And I know I won't be able to find things that are true 
if I don't see all sides of an argument. So I want to know all sides of an argument. So I follow people that are very different from me. Mm. And I have to say, it's a sacrifice. Because when I go on my Instagram, I want to see things that I want to see. Things that please me. And if you follow people that are different from you, it's very likely that you're going to find something that you actually don't like. Yeah. And that you disagree, that you'd rather not see. And I think that's when your boundary, you know, that's when I, I work on my boundaries. Mm. And I think, oh yeah, this I can accept. This is too much. Um, but I try to follow people that are different from me so I can learn from them. Yeah. And I'm not just on my own little bubble in my yeah. worldview and the people that I like, but I'm actually getting to know people that are very different from me. I think uh, that's amazing. And when you said that, I think that's challenged me. I think I want to, yeah, I think I want to start doing that as well. Because that's, that's such a great thing that it's easy to just um, follow people who look like you, talk like you. But you can also use Instagram. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Saying Instagram, we know what you mean. <laughs> Shadi, maybe there's a problem with an addiction oh to goodness. Instagram right there. Oh, I'm going to delete my Instagram account. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, so it, you can use some social media as a way of connecting with people different from yeah sorry i just I, yeah i think that's yeah amazing. different from you it's yeah. so another side it is a sacrifice okay yeah. so if you follow people that are different from you as i said it's not going to be easy yeah. and you probably will have to need breaks you know you want breaks from um from whatever social media you're using because you feel there's information overload so yeah. there's a danger to that uh but if used well i think i guess with like anything in life it can be really helpful so, yeah, for me, I think the reasons that social media um, can be helpful, you know, if I was to put it on a scale, I think um, the positives win. And that's why I still have social media yes. and that's why I still use it. But yes. with, with care, because I know that the negatives can be really bad. So, yeah. yeah. What about you guys? What are your positives of having social media why why do you think it can be helpful or maybe you don't have any negatives maybe any positives and you just think that it's negative but yeah share your views with us they'll be interested to know so before we leave you um yeah we just thought it would be just it, it, this has been such a lovely episode um to, to talk about social media how it does have an impact and I think for the most part social media is good um, I think it's nice if we I think it's, it's good when we are self-aware and we are able to just just know when in when too much what too much is and yeah. what that looks like for us and how it can be damaging but also this is our opportunity I think it's almost like what they said in the documentary to put our phones down, go out and live our lives and not just be glued to our phone. And if we are using our phones to make sure that it is not feeding into our uh, self-esteem, that yeah. just to know that we are still amazing regardless of the likes, the follows, the blah, blah, blahs. But yeah. Yeah, I think for me, Chad and I were just laughing here because... <laughs> I came up with the three B's of my final thoughts to do with social media and all of that, which are make sure you have a pen and paper. <laughs> 
No, I'm joking. I was just saying that um, boundaries, so I'll explain as I go. Boundaries break and ban. Um, so banning stuff completely. So I think the boundaries is you working out what are your boundaries to do with social media. And I'm not saying this because I've made it, because I'm really good at it. But it's because it's something that I try to do. And it's been working. But, you know, the good days and bad days, as I said in the beginning, it's more of a process. But what are my boundaries? So before my boundaries were, it started quite low. So not having my phone at the dinner table or, the, you know, having news with people. Not checking on my phone if I'm meeting with someone making sure I put something on my phone that I can see how many hours per day I'm using my phone. I found that helpful to bring me awareness mm. of how much I'm actually on my phone. Because sometimes you think, and they said that in the documentary as well, sometimes you think you're spending half an hour on your phone when it's actually like three hours. So it's really good to yeah. have an idea. So that's what I try to do to make sure I put in the apps. I think especially on Instagram, Shadi, <laughs> you can see for how long you've been there and you can put a time limit. So when you hit that limit, they tell you um, you've been on Instagram for an hour. So I put my, I've, I've been working on, on these boundaries, on my limits. Um, but after the documentary, I actually had the courage to do something that I really wanted to do, which is turning off my notifications and just leaving the notifications that are actually helpful for me. Um, it's been three, four days since I've done that and I've already felt guilty because someone sent me a message and I didn't see the message, so I didn't reply. Um, but I've, it's so much better. You know, I feel like I'm in rehabilitation because I'm like looking at my phone, almost like expecting a notification, yeah. but it's not there. Uh, but it's so much better because I'm here with Shade. We were talking before we were recording this podcast and my phone is not buzzing. And for me, these are my boundaries. So I'm trying to make sure I have boundaries. And if the boundaries don't work, or if I feel that even with the boundaries too much, having a break, that's the second B. Hey. <laughs> having a break from social media, whatever it is, one day, one month, um, deleting it or, or just not using it, deleting the app, whatever mm -hmm. you do, but making sure you look after your mental health, make yeah. sure I look after my mental health yeah. as I use social media. And I find that hard because I think, what if I have a break and my family sends me a message and I'm not able to see something or, or someone, you know, it's almost like if, I, if I'm not there, I'm missing out, mm. which is a lie. You know, yeah. if I'm not there, and if it's important, people are going to call me. Yeah. So it's not like I need to be there waiting for the news, you know. They're going to let me know if it's something urgent. And then the other one is banning it completely. And that's the third B. <laughs> I sound hey, so much like a teacher. Yes, <laughs> yes. come on, please. Um, banning it completely. Yes. So if you know one of the social networks that you use is actually being really harmful for your mental health and for your life, it's not adding anything, just ban yourself from doing it, from being there delete it don't go don't go there it might be that in the future you come back or you might have decided i actually don't want to have that social network and i think that's also really freeing i haven't been able to do that yet um i haven't reached that point yet yeah. but i'm sure as as i go with my boundaries i realize there's so many apps on my phone that i actually don't use i've tried i've done that actually with tiktok because i thought it's not you know, it's not really adding something for my life. I don't, it's not It's not my crowd. So I deleted it and try not to go back to it. So, yeah, I think just these are my final thoughts um, on all of that. Yay. Okay, guys, you have been listening to Plans Spontaneity. Take care and until next time, goodbye. Bye.